How are you? It's is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training with my Wake the Fuck Up uh, show that I'm doing. This is the third time I've done it this week. It's a brand new show. It's actually episode number three. Um, I actually don't know where this is going. I say this every single time so far. We're just playing around with different formats. Um, this format, today's show, I really just wanted to talk about leash reactivity. Just because so many people are struggling with uh, leash reactivity. Um, if you're brand new to my world, you'll know that I do, um, uh, I, this is the third podcast I've done, not the third podcast, but I've done thousands of podcasts, but this is the third type of podcast that I've done and I'm running all three right now. Tonight, we're actually doing the Q&A show as well. Um, I will be answering um, questions on um at the end of the show, but right now I just wanted to just talk. The original format of the show, I thought about just doing a recorded version of the show and just putting it out there, but I thought I'd be more interactive as I am with all my other podcasts. You'll notice that I use the word punisher a lot. Um, you'll notice that I talk a lot about uh, stopping unwanted behaviors. The only way to stop an unwanted behavior is through an application of a punisher. Um, most people have been lied to, social media out there lies. I'm really, really trying to change the, um, the, the lies out there. And um, you'll know, um, hold on one second, Angelo, just tap water is fine for me. Thank you. Um, I really wanted to let you know that you're being lied to, and that's why so many of you are struggling. Um, positive reinforcement, reward-based training does work. We use it at the training center. It works wonderfully for training new obedience, um, new commands, but it does not stop unwanted behaviors. And a lot of people, what they're doing is they're, they're saying it doesn't work, but that's just because they're using it in the wrong application. They're using it to stop unwanted behaviors. And it's not going to stop unwanted behaviors. And that's, um, that's something that needs to be discussed more. Thank you, honey. Um, that needs to be something that needs to be discussed you know, even more. And uh, we'll discuss it during this show. Um, we are seeing an, a, a huge amount of leash reactivity. We're seeing a huge amount of um, untrained dogs. We're seeing a huge amount of unstable dogs. We're seeing a huge amount of the um, uh, 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 babying of dogs and the humans applying human emotions and babying and treating dogs like children and babies and not treating them like dogs, which doesn't mean you have to treat them mean, but you need to give them the respect of the dog that they are. And then we're seeing um, so many dogs coming into our training center that just don't know um, the concept of stopping an unwanted behavior and they are just dramatically responding um, in a negative way. That doesn't mean what we're doing is wrong. What it means is they've never been set up for life. And I'm a homeschool dad. I homeschool Angelo. He's supposed to be working on his homework right now. Um, and I think he is. Um, he gets up early because um, we went already for a nice bike ride and he swam um, tax. He has a whole list of chores that he does. Um, I hold him accountable um, in a very kind and loving way, but also in a structured and firm way. And we need to be doing that with our dogs as well. And I'm not comparing Angelo to a dog. Um, he does go to the bathroom in a toilet, um, at least most of the time. What? You pee outside all the time, Angelo. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so let's talk about leash reactivity. Leash reactivity is not necessarily aggression. In fact, most of the times it's actually not aggression. Um, we have the happiest, go luckiest dogs struggle with leash reactivity, but we also see a lot of 
aggressive dogs have leech reactivity, but we also have a lot of aggressive dogs that are not leech reactive. So there's so many dynamics to it. Also, leech reactivity is not connected to a better heel. There's one of the big informations out there is um, teach the dog a better heel and it won't be leech reactive. Now, that is a blatant lie. You should still teach your dog a proper heel, but no matter how good of a heel you teach, leech reactivity still exists. So training of a command is important, but it's not eliminating an unwanted behavior. And that's the conversation out there that really gets mucked up a lot. People will say, well, just train the dog to do this and it won't do that. Not necessarily. And that goes from the reward only people. Keep in mind, we also train proper heal um, with a reward. Now we proof it with a punisher because um, dogs often will break a heel around distractions and you need to proof it. But we have actually a leash reactivity video. In fact, I will actually put up um, a, uh, a website right now. And for all my podcast folks, it's um, academy.solidcaninetraining.com. And you can learn, um, there's two really, really great videos up there. There's numerous videos up there, but there's two that I really love a lot. The Leech Reactivity one and the Green to Graduate one. The Green to Graduate one is the one that's going to get you um, start to finish an untrained dog to a fully off-leash trained dog. We did it in 10 days. You know, we're dog trainers, but your average family can do it in a month. You can take a dog that doesn't know any command and it shows step-by-step, step, you know, how, how, we, how, we, how we do it. Um, so I think it's really, really important that um, will you answer that and just tell Joel I'm on doing a podcast. Okay. Talk. You have to talk on the phone, Angelo. Oh, put it yep. in my ear. Yep. Yep. So I think it's really, really important that folks um, that, that 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 folks understand that it's not connected. So how do we stop leash reactivity? Number one, let's leverage the heel. So, of course, let's train the proper heel. That's a given. That's going to be a given. But there's many dogs out there that don't know heel. They walk in front of their owners, and they're not leash reactive. There's dogs that know a perfect heel and then are leash reactive, and vice versa. There's dogs that walk in front of their owners that are leash reactive, and there's dogs that heal that are not leash reactive. So, leash reactivity, a lot of times, it, it, it can be aggression. The dog... Um, uh, might want to get to the other dog to aggress, but the dog also might want to get to the other dog just to play. Either way, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. It's embarrassing. So how do you stop leash reactivity? You have to understand what loading is. Loading is the precursor to any unwanted behavior. Just keep that in mind. It's the precursor to an unwanted behavior. 
if your dog is going to bite someone, if your dog is going to be leash reactive, if your dog is going to break a command, if your dog is about to start their cycling of separation anxiety, that's the loading phase. The loading phase, though, for leash reactivity is really important that you recognize because that's when you want to apply your punisher. There's a lot of people out there. One of the lies out there is folks will say, you should be redirecting. So imagine your dog is walking down the streets. Imagine all of a sudden your dog has a history of leash reactivity and you notice your dog is being leash reactive. You present a reward to your dog to distract them. I understand why people are teaching this. I understand why people are doing this. But if you really think about this logically, and if you think about a reward-based training program, which we also do, and I'm specifying that because Folks have to understand that we don't just live our lives punishing these dogs for six weeks. We fully off-leash train these dogs, but also we specialize in rehab. And rehab is different than obedience training. It's a different world. It's a different arena. And there's 90% of the dog trainers out there do not do rehab. And that's just the way it is. They do basic obedience and a majority of them do a shitty fucking job at basic obedience. They just do. That's just the way it is. Now, there is a human owner component to it, and we're going to talk about that, but I don't shame owners at all. I don't insult in owners at all, but I do talk the truth. And if somebody takes offense to it, maybe it just hits you in the right spot. Maybe because I am talking about you. And maybe you need to start holding your dog accountable. So what do we do first? All of us should be obedience training our dogs. That's a given. But we should be holding our dogs accountable. For instance, I did an online consult and I do a lot of online consults. And you can find, um, if you want to do an online consult with me, you can go to that website, academy.solidcaninetraining.com, and you can actually listen, um, um, uh, watch, see, I'm sorry, uh, uh, how to do an online consult. For folks that are part of the Patreon family, and that's the, our Patreon uh, page, you actually get 20% off of all of our courses and all of our consults. And I'm by myself here, so let me just put up... Um, the Patreon link for my folks listening to the podcast. It's patreon.com slash solid canine training.com. I actually suggest people join Patreon for $10 a month, and then you save 20% off of our courses and consults. So that's the sequence to do that in. And on Patreon, there's a lot of added benefits, and you can see them on the Patreon page. But We've got a dog that I spoke with last night, and the owners, the dog is struggling with aggression. It's going after dogs. And I said, well, let's start it in the house. And then they pan the camera over to their dog sitting in the window, and the dog barks at dogs outside the window. It's a very common thing for people to do. They allow their dogs to bark outside the window from the house. They bark at the front door. They bark out the window. They pace back and forth. Well, if you don't stop that there, why do you think your dog is going to just stop it outside in the real world? Why don't you just apply a large punisher for breaking out the front window, for rushing the front door when somebody knocks or rings the doorbell? 
why aren't you holding your dog accountable to a level of obedience inside the house? Why are you letting your dog free roam? Why are you letting your dog make all these bad decisions in the house? So the first thing everyone should be doing is stop unwanted behaviors in the house. Train dogs and hold them accountable and proof dogs on their obedience and apply their punishers inside the house for non-compliance. That's a start. So let's prep our dogs for the real world by actually holding them accountable inside the house. Let's start with that. Now, if you have a least reactive dog and you have a dog that when you grab the leash is all excited, you need to stop that, the arousal. So you would say no. No is a marker. Yes is a marker. Yes is the marker we use before something good happens. No is a marker before we apply, apply a punisher. You would say no. You can bonk the dog. Leash pop the dog. Give a correction for the dog. The misinformation out there is, well, then the dog will hate taking a walk. No, it will not. You are marking no, which is the behavior of over-arousal, and you are stopping the over-arousal. Your dog will still enjoy the walk. But if you think your dog pulling you down the street, sniffing left and right, marking on every tree, barking at what it wants, now the dog is enjoying that, but you are not enjoying that. Because I've seen you walk down the street and you look miserable. So, arousal at the front door, you stop. Open up the front door. If the dog tries to get out the front door before you, that means you haven't done your threshold training. Watch my free threshold training videos on YouTube. And then you would stop that with a leash pop historically. And you would role play that. So, you should be role playing threshold training. So, when you walk up to your front door, your dog should be doing an auto sit. That takes us about one repetition to three repetitions to do. We demonstrated at all of our seminars. In fact, we're actually um, announcing our North Carolina seminar um, uh, today, which I would post it today. So, it's by Tennessee, it's at the South Carolina Tennessee border. It's by Asheville. It's not far from Charlotte. It's not far from Atlanta. Um, anywhere from uh, an hour to two and a half hours from all these cities, which is a reasonable distance to come to one of our weekend seminars, which will change your life. And that's going to be in May. So now you've got a dog that waits at the threshold. Walk out your front door. Has your dog started the scan? Correct that. Again, if your dog has no behavioral problems on the leash, who cares? But for a leash reactive dog, what's your dog looking for? Is it hunting for dogs to all of a sudden be reactive to? Most likely, historically, 10,000 dogs, 20 years, that's what we see. So where are we? We haven't even gone on a walk yet. Where are we? We're holding our dogs accountable for a level of obedience that is on, a, on the higher side. I consider it normal, but most people are like on the higher side. We're stopping all of our unwanted behaviors inside the house at a high level so our dog can respect the word no. We are prepping our dog for the walk that is going to create a calmer walk. We are correcting the dog at the threshold for rushing out the threshold or scanning. We have not even gone on a walk yet. 
So you've been setting the tone now for the walk. Now we go on the walk. A lot of times, the first week I tell people, if you have a leash reactive dog, just go up and down your driveway. Do your driveway drills. Be demanding. So if you're going up and down your driveway for 15 minutes, your dog should do at least 25, 30 commands. Sits, downs, quick right turns, quick left turns, slow walking, fast walking. If you don't have a driveway, find an empty parking lot and do it there. And you want to do this with minimal distractions. Now your dog is going, wow, man, I'm really being held accountable. I really have to listen to my owner. By the way, every single thing that I have described increases the dog's confidence, increases the dog's relationship with you. Social media will tell you it doesn't. They will say it ruins your dog. That's an outright fucking lie, and I cannot stand it. I will tell you right now that is an outright blatant lie. No, you will not. Oh, shocking my dog builds a relationship? Applying a punisher for an unwanted behavior, yes, it does build a relationship. Because it is so important that we are giving our dogs information on what we want and what we don't want. Angelo. Yes. Yesterday, Angelo just got a cell phone and he's a homeschool. Yes, it's important. This is a very important story. And Angelo, if you haven't seen Angelo, if you haven't seen our Facebook or Instagram page, you'll see Angelo snorkeling, by the way, in the ocean. And on Monday, today is Friday. And on Monday, um, he wouldn't put his head under the water. Talk about confidence. How did you feel about that snorkeling yesterday? First time. A little bit nervous? Yeah. A little bit weird with the salt water going in your mouth? Yeah. But you did it. Yeah. Okay. Now you're swimming like a fish in the swimming pool too. Yeah. That's going crazy. So yesterday, Angelo, who just got a cell phone, he called up one of um, his friend's moms because he was, that was the only phone number he got so he can talk permission to talk to his friend. It's the first phone call he's made to that house. And Angelo has never left a message on a voicemail before. He's never left a message on a voicemail before. So the first time he called, he didn't quite do it properly. He didn't leave his phone number. He didn't really say who he was. So um, he hung up right away and he was embarrassed. He was upset because he got it wrong. Can you come back into camera view? So he sort of refused to call a second time. I'm like, Ange, just call back a second time. It's no big deal. Everybody makes mistakes. I make mistakes. And then I put him on a FaceTime with Joelle. She told him the same thing because she's up in Rhode Island. So he was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And I know he was embarrassed and he felt it didn't felt good. didn't feel good about it. So then I'm like, Angelo, why don't you go to your room and in privacy and do it? Did you do it? Do you feel better now? You don't know? Are you glad that you called? Yes. And got, left a number so that the yes. person can get back to you? Right. So do you feel like you have more confidence now the next time you make a phone call? Still going to be a little bit struggling? You need to speak here. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Maybe not the best example because now he's not talking because I'm, 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 I'm putting him on the spot. Anyway, um, I make mistakes every day. I said, Angelo, it's no big deal to make a mistake, but are you going to call the person back when they call you? Yeah. Okay. Very good. Good job, buddy. Proud of you. So the point being is it builds the relationship. Now, Angelo at the time might not think it will. He might think that he feels a little bit uncomfortable. It didn't make him look good. He might be embarrassed, but... But the more that he does it, he'll feel better about it. And then he'll build his relationship with the concept of leaving messages on people's phones. This was the first time he's done it. He's never left a message on his cell phone before. Okay. So, all right. Now, driveway drills for a week. Second week, go up and down your street couple of houses this way, a couple of houses that way. That's if you live in a suburb. Um, and now you're still keeping to a strict healing schedule. And part of the Green to Graduate program, we've got a Walk the Walk course. You can actually buy the Walk the Walk course separately. That's at the same link of academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Now you've got yourself a killer walk now you've got yourself a dog that you're holding accountable. Now you've got just dog that's got a better state of mind. All those things are important. This is all the precursor to the actual walk. Week three, take a walk. Now what you're doing is you're walking. And you're doing great. And you're doing wonderful. Now, dog's coming down the street. Your dog locks onto it. What does it do? Closes its mouth. Ears go up. Crinkled forehead. Chest goes out. All the different signs, dog might even lay down, all the different signs that the dog is most likely going to explode. Correct? We've all seen it. If we have a leech reactive dog, we've all seen it. So then, what do we do? Do we wait until the dog explodes? You have a leech reactive dog. No, you would say no and you would correct right then and there. How high do you correct? The dog will always tell you. The dog will always tell you how high you correct. So then you can create space if you want to. Don't hide behind a car. Don't turn the other way. And then you keep walking and then keep, you know, keep looking at your dog. And if your dog even looks at that dog, Correct again. I'm not opposed to dogs looking at dogs, but right now we're trying to train your dog to not care about other dogs and to only care about you. Now, people will ask, do I reward, do I reward my dog? Do I reward my dog? And I'm like, let's not rush into that. Now you can say good, but I don't want the sequence to be the dog going, I'm going to F you up to correction to good. Because that's the sequence you're training. Let's wait until this happens. And it does. And we've seen it thousands of times. Our clients have seen it thousands of times. Our social media audience has seen it. Our seminar folks 
have seen it. The dog will just look at the dog and look back at you. Bingo. All on its own. We teach dogs to make better decisions. That's what we do. Unlike what social media says about us, that is what we do. That is the truth. That is fact. We've seen it. We've documented it. We have videos. That's what we do. Now the goods can be showered down. But if your good makes the dog all over aroused, be careful about, about how many goods you give. Okay? I'm not a fan of dogs meeting on a leash because a lot of dogs, when they're on a leash, they're restrained. And that could give the other dog or, or the other dog can give your dog mixed messages. The walk is work. So you walk to walk. That's part of work. This is not like a playtime. It's not a meet and greet session. So then what you're going to be doing is you're going to be practicing that over and over again. So see how you can start at home, start in the driveway, start with a couple of houses up and down, go on the actual walk. In the meantime, you've been working on your obedience, training a heel. And the heel, we don't do competition heels. I'm not against competition heel, but it's a family pet dog. You don't need a competition heel. You need your dog just to walk next to you and not care about other dogs. Isn't that what we want? That's what we want. And that's what we get. So that's leash reactivity in a nutshell. There's a lot of troubleshooting to it. We have to troubleshoot a lot of dogs because now we've got some fearful dogs we work with. We've got dogs that redirect on us. So, but the best time to apply your punisher is at the loading stage. Everybody's waiting too late. That's why when you see these videos out there that are hating on me, which are fine, if somebody wants to spend their time making those videos, that's on them, not on me. I'm going to do a whole podcast on um, Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff on how to deal with online hate. That will be coming soon. So I think it's important, though, that these videos show me, quote unquote, hitting, because I'm using a bonker, a dog that's doing nothing. And I'm like, that video was taken from a 20-minute video that we put up that actually shows everything. The dog lunging at the dog, the dog trying to bite the owner on redirection. So hopefully people are smart enough to figure that out. Okay. So that's what you do. That's what you do. That's, that's leash reactivity. Now, I do one-on-one -on -one consults. If this doesn't seem to work, I do a free podcast. If it doesn't work, I do a $10 a month Zoom. If that doesn't work, and obviously we do board and train. But you can, a lot of folks, many folks can eliminate this on their own. I know they can because they, they send us emails. They send us emails on this. Okay. So tonight at 6 p.m., I'm doing my Q&A podcast. Angelo's going to be my co-host on that. Hey. You excited about that, buddy? Yes. Okay, good. So let's see. Let's see if we have any questions that are relevant to. So what I, one of the things I'm going to be doing is on this 
um, morning podcast is keeping the questions to the topic at hand. Also, if there's any um, uh, professional dog trainers out there that love, 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 love to bash me, I'm more than happy to have a civil conversation with them um, with a split screen on this podcast. If, you, if you're capable of having a civil conversation and not just tell me what a terrible human being I am, I'm more than happy to do it and not just get into arguments with me, but to actually have a conversation. You know, are there dog trainers that actually are willing to have a conversation who have a habit of online bashing me? I'm open for discussion. I'm not going to do it on, on social media, but let's do it live. Let's, let's do it live. Let's, let's have discussions. Okay. If you're capable of agreeing to disagreeing, if you're capable of talking, you know, to, to help other people, I'm more than happy to do it. But if you're, if people are going around, just, just throwing around hate and innuendos and lies about me, you know, just to let you know, that's actually not good for your business. The marketplace doesn't like that. Just a little heads up there. Just a little heads up. So BAL says, uh, good morning, all good morning to you. Um, truth is freedom. Um, hi, Jeff. Greetings from Netherlands. Um, Murph, good morning, uh, Jeff and Angelo. Hope you guys are well. Good morning. How are we doing, Angelo? Good. Even without Joelle here? Yes. Yes. We miss her, though, don't we? Yeah. Definitely. She's coming back uh, next week. She, I'd, I'd, I'd send her up to Rhode Island to do some training with staff. She had to work on the house, deal with a, um, a couple of issues up there. Um, uh, so she'll be back soon, which will be really, really nice. Um, so we both miss her. Nadine says... Um, Laura Lee Wright, uh, or Damien, I'm sorry, I'm really going back here. Good morning, Jeff. Great topic. Good morning, Damien. Thanks for all the emails you've been sending me. Uh, Laura Lee Wright says, great job. Angelo, yes, you did it. And that refers to, Angelo, you um, making the phone call. I know it's hard for you to talk about this stuff because you get embarrassed, but I want you to know that, that you've got such a big fan base out there, and there's a lot of parents out there, that, and there's a lot of people out there that have struggled all their life. So... Um, Laura Lee Wright, who says, great job, Angela. Yes, you did it. Um, Sir Laura has had personal struggles, as all of us do in their life. Um, even now, even now today, um, I told you that Papa struggles with stuff every day. I have failures every day, but that does not mean I'm a, I am a failure. Just remember that. Just remember that. You can fail at something, but you are not a failure. Just always remember that, buddy. Always remember that, okay? Okay. I, I love you too, sweetheart. Okay. Uh, Nadine says, great job, Angelo. Thank Sabrina you. says, morning. Good morning to you. Morning. Um, Nadine says, we all get things wrong no matter our age. We sure do. Yeah. We sure do. Um, Anne says, proud of you, Angelo. Keep it moving. Yep. Um Nadine, uh, my six-month-old puppy, responds to other dogs when she sees them because she wants to play. Do I correct her the same way without reward? So, Nadine, yeah, we mentioned that at the very beginning of the podcast. Leash reactivity is leash reactivity. Some of the biggest leash reactive dogs I've ever worked with. And I'm like, I remember particularly a humongous Rottweiler who dragged its owner across the grass was the friendliest dog there was that I've ever met. Maybe not that I've ever met, but it was a very friendly dog. 
It just wanted to play. It just, it actually wanted to say hello. It went to doggy daycare every day. It actually wanted to say hello. But leash reactivity is leash reactivity. You can't have a dog like that. Being knocked over by your dog, that's going to injure you. It's going to pull, it's going to mess up your, 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 your arm, your shoulders. If you get knocked to the ground, who knows what could happen. If it's cement, you're screwed. So yes, you actually can stop that. And it, by the way, everybody out there, everybody out there, not everybody, the social media uh, audience that loves to bash corrections, punishers will say, now your dog will be afraid of dogs. That is a lie. Your dog will be aggressive now. That is a lie. Correcting a dog will make the dog aggressive. That is a lie. These are all lies out there. We know this. Why? Because we're the ones doing the actual work and we're not seeing it. So all of these people out there are saying these cut and paste things, but they've never fucking done it before. And if they did do it, they did it wrong. Or they'll quote some study, which is not an actual study. There's no Punisher studies out there. Maybe there's one. But all of it is just a lie. They're opinion pieces. Uh, Sawblade Entertainment. Hey, actually got up early to catch the show. Oh, thanks. By the way, you were right about strangers giving treats. They said they already had a bite that way. This is Sam Kinney, um, by the way. I, Sawblade Entertainment, I know who you are. Sam, I know who you are. Um, um, it's a great way to get bit is by having strangers. We were talking about just like stranger danger stuff, which is uh, is another topic. Um, Laura Lee says, we don't have any issues with the dogs. Our Amstaff has started screeching bloody murder when a car passes. It makes it so hard to take him out on a leash. So that's still leash reactivity. So Laura Lee, if you search around the internet long enough, and you might have already seen it, there's that one hate video of me, quote unquote, hitting a large Great Pyrenees, which they call the lab, but it's actually 135-pound Great Pyrenees, who pulled its owner out of a, um, a wheelchair. I might do a whole show on that as well, explaining the whole truth about that 135-pound dog pulling its owner out of a wheelchair, smashing her body in her face onto the ground because it was leash-reactive. By the way, that dog is a very well-behaved service dog that was attacked by off-leash dogs, and that actually changed the dog, as it does most dogs. But then you'll see another dog in that video, which is a black dog standing next to its owner, and you'll see me, quote-unquote, hitting that dog for, quote-unquote, doing nothing. When that dog sees a bicycle on a walk, you know what it does? It bites its owner. When they're walking down the street, that dog sees a bicycle, it bites its owner. It redirects on its owner out of frustration because it cannot get to the bike. That's why these videos, these highly edited videos, are a disservice. And they're all from our content, by the way. Like full videos, full explanation. That's not a me being defensive, by the way, as a lot of the haters like to do. When you explain yourself, people will say, you don't have to get defensive. I'm like, 
I'm not getting defensive. I'm just explaining the truth to you. Like, you're the a-hole that put this shit on my page. Like, I'm just explaining to you the truth. But the way your mindset works is anybody that actually responds to you in an intelligent way is called defensive. Okay, that's, that's all you got. So all you've got is hate and then you're being defensive because you actually can't have a rational conversation. No. I mean, that's, that, that's literally how it works out there. So, um, so your dog is also being leash reactive. So what do you do? Let's see, when it sees cars, um, we set that up. So we set that up with a, with a bicycle at a seminar. So what do you do? Have your dog, let's leverage a good heel even though a heel will not stop this, let's leverage a good heel, get yourself a bonker, set it up on your street, okay? Have a car turn the corner. As soon as it sees the car and as soon as it loads, which is probably the split second before it explodes, no bonk. We've done this and actually at seminars, it works fantastic. And you bonk and you bonk hard as a cotton towel. So a couple of people think are like, how do you make a bonker? I've got a video on that on my YouTube channel. How hard do I bonk? Extremely hard. It's a cotton towel. It's not going to harm your dog. I've never seen one harm a dog, and I've bonked next to Gary Wilkes probably more than anybody. I've bonked a lot of dogs. Why? It's a great bad behavior stopper. Your dog might look afraid. That's okay. It's not going to be afraid for all its life, but you're not going to hurt the dog. Now the dog will think twice about being an a-hole. Um, Vanessa House, Jeff, you're awesome. I refer all my clients and current dog owners to your page. Oh, thank you. But also, um, Vanessa House, thank you so much. But do it. Start making videos of your own too. Start making videos of your own. You know, you don't don't copy mine, but use them for motivation. Use them for motivation. Um, Jace, you told me to get a dominant dog cow for the squeaky husky German Shepherd we work with. So far, it's working great. But I was wondering if you can correct with that when he looks at a dog the same as with a prong. Yep, you can. But if if the dog, Jace, if the dog has gotten a, a this is called a dominant dog collar. Just look it up online. Learberg sells them. So you probably used it pretty, pretty strongly as a punisher. Once you've done that, Jace, now when you just do a little bit of um, pressure on the dog, um, you will probably get a good response. And Jace, I think, I think we met in a mastermind, if I'm correct. If we did meet him in a mastermind, by the way, if you go to Jeff Gelman seminars, we've got a mastermind coming up in the last week of October. By the way, if you want to bring a friend to the next mastermind, we're doing a two-for-one special for returnees, just to give you a heads up. So any of my mastermind people that want to go to their another mastermind, you can bring a friend, pay the same price for one ticket, but you get two. Something Joel and I discussed. Chase, um, yeah, it's not going to be the popping, but it's the same timing right at the loading stage. 
Lanisa Kennels. I've been training and breeding Roddy's for 20 years. Our method on correction has always worked better than any other method. That's great. So Lanisa Kennels, I'm sure you're aware of this, being a Roddy breeder, we're seeing a lot of unstable Roddy's out there. So I would, um, if I was a Roddy breeder, because some of it's, some of it's genetics, but a lot of it, though, is, is, is nurture. A lot of it's the nurture part of it. So I would be making, you know, start to finish videos. Um, feel free to, if, 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 if you're a Roddy breeder, as you are, I would, um, and we can talk about this. We can talk about maybe an affiliate program um, just to, like, um, recommend our Green to Graduate program. Like, get these dogs at least at a minimum obedience trained, um, start to finish to off leash. And then I would talk about um, how to stop unwanted behaviors. But uh, one of the things that when Joelle comes back is I'm going to talk to her and our uh, webmaster, um, Tony, about an affiliate program because a lot of breeders and trainers um, are actually referring our green to graduate program to their, to their clients. So then that's a good way you can also earn some um some some revenue and vanisa uh, house said yes angelo great job so angelo um and look at this and another one from ann um love you angelo really nice glasses you look gorgeous another one from sheila says hi angelo okay so notice how you were a little bit embarrassed talking about this correct yeah. okay move over um, so a lot of, I noticed it's normal for, for someone to be embarrassed when they're talking about like a situation that might've made them uncomfortable, correct? But notice how the general public who actually care about you are saying, great job. Did you know, like, do you see the, do you see the difference there? So you're embarrassed, but the general public is saying, great job, Angelo, because chances are Sheila and um and ann and vanisa house they have all struggled and they probably still struggle with many things just like your papa does and they still get through it you all your life you will struggle with things buddy all your life there'll be different things so if you start setting up a system mentally in your head on how to get through these struggles it won't be that much of a struggle it'll be just like a little hiccup up oh. Yep, that was hard today. But guess what? At the end of the day, you'll have a smile on your face and you'll do a good job. It might be hard for you to comprehend right now because you're just because I Papa has just started challenging you. But another thing that started this week is what? What's the biggest change you've seen this week with Papa asking you to do things? What have you really stepped up on? Um... Chores chores you've gotten a lot of new chores now really i do you don't even notice it because you don't look at them as chores you look at them as life you're unloading it like you're you're, you're taking the trash out you're taking the recycles out you're unloading and loading the dishwasher you're um, filling up uh, the dog's water bowls you're swimming the dogs um uh you are um then you're doing all your other chores, which was about a good 10 of them. You're cleaning up much better after yourself. You've always made your bed. You're still doing that. You are being way more responsible with your bedtime. You are um, 
um, what are some of the other things you're going to do? Today, you're going to help. You've always been running errands, but we're going to start painting that library, that, that little community library today. We're going to be painting that today, staining it, staining, staining it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll show everybody that. Okay. Um, Nadine, correction helps. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I mean, correction helps on everything, on making obedience better and on um, stopping unwanted behaviors. That's the only way to make these things work. And people that are disagreeing, I mean, you can disagree all day long. You can argue all day long. That's fine. You can, you can throw up studies all day long. That's fine. But reality is reality. When you're in the trenches doing the work, like, you'll realize it. So people that are just throwing up studies, like, you're not doing the work. You're actually not doing the work. And everybody corrects their dog. They might say they don't, but they do. Even force-free and pure positive trainers who say they don't use corrections, they're still correcting their dog. They just might not call it that or realize they're doing it, but they are. But they are. That's the thing is I just wish people were living more in a reality world than they're living in a fantasy world. Jolori, good morning, good morning. Um, Vanessa House, yes, I experienced that. Our dog was attacked by another dog that was off leash while we were on leash. It took forever to rehabilitate the mindset, yeah. And our dog, after her ear and mouth were torn open and split by these um, three um, um, uh, dogs. Um, so that's why we also teach um, what do you do when an off-leash dog comes at you, and we teach you do anything possible Bam. yep you do anything possible to 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 neutralize the to neutralize my bluetooth speaker is also on because i was listening to my motivational videos right before this i'm trying to um so that's why we teach people to neutralize the threat whether that's bear spray golf club hiking stick kick Anything you can possibly do. Because if someone's going to get hurt, let it be the other dog. Um, so, Julori asked that question tonight. Um, uh, that's our Q&A. Um, uh, Wendy, you should do a Punisher study. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not qualified to do a Punisher study. Anything I do is will not be taken seriously, unfortunately. All I can say is I've done my own Punisher study, 20 years of dogs, 10,000 dogs. The only person that I would say would be qualified to do it and has already talked about it would be Gary Wilkes. And if you don't know Gary Wilkes, just look him up on Facebook. You've met him twice, maybe three times. Wait, I've met him? Yep, in, in Arizona. Yep. And then in... Um, what? In Providence. Yep. Um, Sobley Entertainment, someone really weak um, and struggled to have a uh, commanding no, still being able to bong for leash activity. Right now, they're trying the prong. Um, you can you can do the, if this is talking about a client of yours or if this is you, um, you could um, switch over to the remote collar, which will give you the leverage. Um, um, David says, I've read some of the hate you're talking about, the Great Pyrenees. You can tell they never even tried to understand the concept or process. It goes along with what you said on your podcast. Yeah, I mean, David, I mean, 
it's it's they're they're looking at a three second clip of a twenty minute video that has full narrative, full explanation, um, the results shown, um, every, you know everything, everything. They but they don't care to. They don't care to. But that's that's what people have got to understand. That's why you don't have conversations with these folks. They don't care to understand. They just don't. It's not, it's not in their programming to care. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy they have is to hate. They feel like they're doing the right work, their chosen work. That's what they feel. They don't care. They don't want to know the truth. Because if they know the truth, it breaks their hate cycle. But a lot of these people, even if they knew the truth, they would still find it unacceptable. Like if a dog was, was attacking your child, they would still find it unacceptable. They'd feel bad for the dog. I've, I've experienced it before. I've experienced it before. I've only been in a handful of shelters. And I remember I was in a shelter once and the shelter had the habit of opening up all the kennel doors so all the dogs would run outside and have a fun time. Now, why do you think they did that? They did that for personal satisfaction because it's selfish reasons that made them feel good. But it was the most dangerous thing I've ever seen. Not ever seen, but it was an extremely dangerous thing. So obviously, they did that while I was there. And another dog was attacking another dog that was in the kennel. And I'm like, huh, well, I'm just here to do something else. Let me just see how they break up a dog fight. And this dog was mauling the other dog, mauling it. And they couldn't get the dog off the dog. So I just walked up to that dog, gave it the biggest freaking kick in the underbelly, more than one. And they're like, oh my God, you're hurting the dog. And I'm like, this dog's going to kill that other dog. And you're worried about the dog that I'm kicking? Are you fucking serious? But that's the mentality. That's the mentality. Like your dog is, this dog is being killed right before your eyes and you're worried about me hurting the attacker. Are you serious? That's where their mind is at. That's the mindset. How about the dog being attacked that you'll probably have to put down because it's going to be fucked up so much. And you're worried about the attacker. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Haley, I have, a, I have a grip issue and for myself on the prong better than bonking for leisure activity. So Haley, that's awesome. Like whatever works best for you, you might want to switch over to the remote collar too, because that'll give you even more leverage. And then also if you'd missed the beginning of the show, you want to, you want to take a look at that and see about all the things that I recommend at the beginning of the show to make things even better for you. So you might want to do that. Um, um, Hello, Angelo from uh, Jalori. Jace says, um, yes, we met at Mastermind. I have every intention of doing your next Mastermind in Florida. But Jace, how about the Providence one? The two-for-one deal is for the Providence one. How about getting up there? Come on. 
jump in an Airbnb. There's plenty of them that are close to the training center. We'll have all the dogs at the training center there. We're reformatting the way we do this. You'll learn more. Just think about it. Uh, Vanessa Howe says, yes, Angelo, nothing is easy, but just stay determined. See? And all of these are adults who have all been nine years old before. I know. And have all gone through their teen years. So I'm just proud of you that you did it. I'm proud of you. When I watch that video of you snorkeling in the ocean, I'm just like, this kid freaking didn't put his head underwater on Monday. And yesterday was Thursday. Was it Sunday or Monday? No, I learned how to put my head underwater a while. No, you didn't. Oh, wait. No, you did not. You didn't do it here. When we got back from actually, I did without my goggles. But when we were in Greece, your whole head, your whole head was not underwater. You did it up to your nose. Actually, I did put my whole head underwater once. Once, but actually, over more than once. By mistake or on purpose? On purpose. Did you? Many times. What do you, now it went from once to more than once to many times. Stop. Which one is it? Many times. I never saw it. I never witnessed I was it once. At Were you? I was at Poppy's for a month. Okay. Of course. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know. I've known you for nine years. Um, oh, my God. Wendy says, Angelo, uh, always say joke? yes instead of yeah. You corrected him once on your last live, and he says he says yes cons- consistently. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying. Unlike me, I'm trying to raise um, Angelo properly. So he doesn't swear. He uses proper English. Yeah is one of those things that's probably a pet peeve of mine. I do prefer yes. I don't make him say yes, sir, or yes, ma'am. But he does say yes. He's also extremely polite to service people that he meets, whether that's waiters and waitresses, cashiers. It's pretty incredible, actually, like going shopping with him. He always tells people to have a wonderful day, people that he meets on the street. So, um, yeah. See? Um, Adriana, question. Hi, Jeff. Want to walk? We pass a house two doors down from ours where a dog lives um, that is restrained only by electric fence. Yep, I already know the issue. Um, sometimes he comes bounding out onto his front yard, uh, pissed, barking, pacing, and it sets my dog off, who did nothing other than simply walk by. No, it's not your dog. This is, this is a practice. It's a practice behavior of this other dog. We've got lots of houses in this neighborhood that do this. Um, sometimes he doesn't come out at all but my dog now associates this house with stress. Of course, of course he does. I mean, just think about it logically, um, Adriana. Think about it logically. If you knew, if you had a negative experience down some side street somewhere and you had to go down that side street, you had to. It was the only way home or the only way to work or the only way somewhere that you had to go. Wouldn't you also be stressed even if nothing happened? And if a friendly person walked down the street, wouldn't that stress you out? Wouldn't that stress you out? How do I help my dog to call me walk by this house regardless of whether or not the other dog shows up? Thank you. Um, Adriana, all the things that I mentioned on the first half of the show. So watch the first half of the show and um, you'll be able to get some help on that. All right. So everything I mentioned on the first half of the show will work. Um, 
Wendy says, absolutely. Correction is key for children and dogs. Correct. Terry G says, your dad's right. Angelo, never give up. Um, you did more as a young man. Uh, you do more as a young man. You are than other kids your age. We all struggle. It gets easier. Love your glasses. Yeah, he's got really cool glasses. Um, uh, Jalori says, no, they don't care. They take a portion of a video that fits a narrative. And they get some clicks. Treats don't tackle bad behavior. Anyone with a puppy should understand that. Yeah, I mean, anyone with any dog should understand that. And and that, which is fine. I mean, if 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 people want to take, if people want to take my content. See, this is the thing. These are not hidden cameras. If you want to take my published content and cut it up, paste it, and then put a different narrative to it, change everything, which is against the law, by the way. But I'm not, that's, I'm not, I'm not going to chase people down. That's on them. Let them do that. That's on them. If they want to spend their time doing that instead of helping people, let them do it. Like, I can't wait to help people every day. And there's other people that want to just bring people down every day. Well, that's an indication of low self-worth, low self-esteem that they have. That's, that's on them. Ironically, they need some of my teachings more than they know. So. Soul Blade Entertainment says, sometimes uh, your audio cuts out today. Huh. Wonder why. Um, Harry says, not related to dogs, but what's your opinion on the COVID vax? Personally, I was against it and got the impression you are too, government control. Um, I'm, not, I'm not vaccinated. I mentioned that on the last show. I'm not vaccinated. Joel's not vaccinated. Angela's not vaccinated, yeah. nor will we ever. Yeah. That's why um, Joel and I went to Greece because they don't have any restrictions. And hopefully um, other countries will, um, Turks and Caicos would be nice to limit their um, vaccine mandates because the, because the hospitality industry in Turks and Caicos is pretty much at a standstill. Maybe now it's not because a lot of people are vaccinated and they will go, but you know, unfortunately we can't go. And, and I like to think that the the uh, I'm not denying it. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not denying that COVID is a problem. But we all know by now that um, it's not what um, um, it's not what uh, the truth was not told. I, I'd like to think that anybody that did any sort of uh, research other than public these main public channels, but actually did actual research and understand why you know Dr. Robert Malone was banned, you know, um, and and a lot of other doctors were banned. Um, I, I'd like to think that people can actually rationally think about it. Um, Jen, what if my dog, uh, what if I want my dog to bark and intrude her and protect me, but also not bark at friends who come over? So Jen, you can actually train a bark. You, you can do that. But when, Jen, let me ask you, and it's possible this has happened. Jen, what's the, when's the last time you had an intruder in your house? And if you do have intruders in your house, I suggest you do instant on motion detector lighting led which means your front yard your backyard your side yards literally instantly explode with light i encourage you to do motion um uh, uh an alarm system in your home which has a stay function which means you can walk around your whole house without the alarm going off but all your do doors and windows are are, are alarmed and I would encourage you to get a weapon. 
and learn how to shoot. Okay? And I understand that a lot of people are anti-gun, but and, and they're all, they're jumping on the whole, and it's horrific that the, the, the different mass shootings that we have. Trust me, I'm not ignorant, but there's also a couple hundred million guns and, and probably a couple billion rounds of ammunition, if not trillion rounds of ammunition in this country. And, and you know, responsible gun ownership is um, a great thing. I'm a responsible gun owner. Angelo, Angelo is a responsible gun owner. But I don't have access to That's because you're responsible right um uh saw blade says i got strong arm getting it but still sitting here with covid yeah so i know i know most the there's that's another reason that's another media lie out there all the people that are in the hospital are um not vaccinated that's a lie we all know that's a lie we know that's a lie we know the people that are getting it now are vaccinated. We know that from the president all the way down. We know that everybody I know that has COVID right now has been double vaccinated, boosted, and they've got COVID. My parents included. They're, they're elderly. We know that one of my staff got it very bad again. She had to get it because of um, the, she worked at a school prior to working for us. We all know that. We know we know that it lowers your immune system. We all know that, or we should know that. Females, it's horrific for. We know that. Children as young as Angelo are dying mm-hmm. after after getting it. We know that. If there's any other vaccine um, in the history of the world where children would die, they would pull it off the market after maybe one or two or three or four and the amount that they already have for some reason is acceptable. We know that. Okay. So, all right, guys. Drew Lori says, wow, someone with common sense. Um, they're talking about you, Angelo. No, I think they're talking about Nah, they're talking about you, buddy. Nah, How's your homework going? Uh, good. Good. All right, good. All right. Um, fruit. Why don't you grab one of those bananas that are about to go a little bit bad? Uh, Please. Okay. There's only two left. Yep. Only two left. Yep. You want a banana? Number one cause of death in Alberta and New Brunswick, unknown causes. Yep. That that's how they'll classify that. They'll classify it as unknown causes. I know. I know. All right, guys. Take care. I'm madly in love with you. And um I'll see everybody tonight with the QA. Angela, you want to co-host that with me again? Okay. All right. Great. Love you guys. Take care. Do something nice for people today. It's really important. A lot of people out there are struggling. You don't know what their struggle is. So um, learn empathy for them and do something nice. All right? Take care. Bye-bye.